found the very best in original talk radio broadcasting on the Internet. It's L.A. Talk Radio. We say what we want. You're listening to Inside the Industry with James Bartolet, only on L.A. Talk Radio. We're going hopping, we're going hopping today, when things are popping, a Philadelphia way, we're going to drop it, on all the music they play on the bandstand. We're going swinging, we're going to swing in the crowd, I will be clinging, and floating high as a cloud, the phones are ringing, my mom and dad are so proud, I'm on bandstand. It's a program that brings you the best of the adult and mainstream film, television, and internet industries. Hi, I'm James Bartolet, and this is Inside the Industry. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Well, you know, in the background here, I'm playing um, this song that um, was... An institution for so many of us, for for so many years, American Bandstand. The creator and the host of that show, Dick Clark, passed away this morning. And our condolences go out to his family and friends and fans all over the world. The man was such an incredible man who, who created not only American Bandstand, and who gave, um, who really started um, a mix of black and white artists all the time on on, on television when you never saw that before. There was real, uh, it, it was really ahead of its time when it came out. But this is a man who created a lot of great game shows. Um, and I, uh, yours truly, James Bartolet, was a dancer years ago on American Bandstand. And I was fortunate enough to uh, work for his production company as, a, as an intern on many of his great game shows. So, uh, a man who was so much be missed um, all over the world, Mr. Dick Clark. Uh, all of our condolences again to his friend, family, and friends worldwide. But uh, we have an incredible show. Emmy Reyes is out tonight. Uh, she had a death in her family, so we wish all the best to Emmy Reyes on the passing of her grandmother. But we have an incredible, incredible guest on our show Um David Lord's going to uh, jump in to help me co-host here tonight, but um, I want to introduce this guest. We are so honored to have this guy on because he's been a friend of mine for years. He is probably one of the most recognizable faces, and probably his penis is very recognized too because he's got tons of games and molds of his penis and stuff everywhere, but um, he's one of the nicest guys in the industry. Um, he is a true legend, and we're going to be taking calls from everybody all across the United States so you can get a chance to talk to him. Everybody put your hands together for the incredible Mr. Lexington Steele. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Hello, uh, Lex. Great to be here, James. Thanks for having me. <laughs> we are so happy to have you down here. Lex, um, there are so many great things going on um, with you, but I know that there's a big thing happening, I guess, with um, Vibe Magazine is doing a story on you. Well, what Vibe is doing, they um, they have a sex issue that they do, mm-hmm. and I believe it's once a year. And what's happening is they want to do like an anthology where they spoke to all of the, the um, 
uh, ethnic performers uh, from yesteryear all the way up to the current stars. And so wow. I was one of the people that that uh, the writer chose to, to give a call. And um, I was lucky enough to have a good conversation with him and, and uh, direct him to certain other people, a number of other people that he was very interested in speaking with. Wow. Yeah. Now, uh, how many years now has it been in the industry? It's been a couple of decades. <laughs> no, it's been a couple of decades. I'll tell you, though, time time definitely flies. I, I got out to L.A. in January of 98, right? Wow. So we're looking at uh, 14 long ones. But um, wow. I actually started doing movies in 96 wow. in New York before I ever got out to L.A. That's kind of, Ron Jeremy had started in New York. He was a Broadway performer. Were you a mainstream actor? Ha, 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 No, no. Unlike uh, Ron, no. I, I When I first started, it was with, um, first in the swingers uh, uh, atmosphere, the lifestyles, if you will. Um, and then that progressed to doing um, some magazines. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, these are adult magazines. Um, Black Tail, even Black Inches. Um, and then that led to meeting a, a director producer out of the Bronx named uh, Charles Stone. Wow. And he started me in uh, April, April, uh, April '96. Son of a gun. Uh, David Lord's here. Hi, David. Hey guys. What's up? Great. Now, um, when you first got into the industry, Lex, were were there any apprehensions for you going in and performing on camera? Uh, when I first started. Um, the, the scenario had been uh, rather comfortable for me because I had been doing magazines for about a year. Mm-hmm. So the, the the introduction of a camera, a video camera, into the scenario was somewhat different. Um, the stakes were a little bit higher because uh, you know the cost of productions, um, you know, was was you know graduated you know exponentially even. You know, so when I started doing video, I was comfortable. It wasn't until um, I got out to LA. And uh, luckily, I had those those year that year and a half, two years of practice, or not practice, but more or less in the minor leagues, before I came to L.A. And then and then yeah, the nervousness set in when I did my first scene in L.A., which happened to be December of '97. Mm-hmm. And in part, um, my well, the female talent was Anari Vox, but one of my uh, one of the guys I had had uh, certainly been a fan of was T.T. Um, Boy and Guy De Silva. And my and I was thrown into a scene with those two guys with Anari Vox who went on to become a female performer of the year. Yeah. Um. Uh, 1999, I believe. Um. So yeah, that was when it was somewhat nervous. It was because working shoulder to shoulder with individuals that I had watched as a fan and knowing how how strong a performer T.T. Boy was, it was like wow, like you know, I'm being thrown shoulder to shoulder with the best guys in the business, you know. So And you are one of the strongest performers out there. Well, I mean, you know, it's taken years. I, I you know, I would say that, you know, over time like any like a pro athlete, they they go through a period of acclimation to what they're doing and they recognize this is is it's fun, but now this is a job mm-hmm. and and there's a lot riding on the job. So, um yeah, you know, I've had a, I've been, you know, fairly consistent and and um, one of the lucky guys, I would say. Yeah. That's and another thing. He's just so humble, isn't he, David? One of the nicest guys I've ever met. Okay. Yeah. And even, like, in his scenes, he's just so smooth with the girls and just romantic with them and then fucking destroys them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like, oh, honey, you're so sweet. You're so sexy. Take the dick. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you know, the thing is, is you always got to remember, you know, what we're here for, right? We're making a scene, and in most cases, that when a guy is watching a scene, there's a certain way that he would want to have his way with that that girl. Mm-hmm. And so what I want to do is is portray what the regular guy and his energy that he would exude um, if given the opportunity. Now, certainly the easiest way to get through a door is to knock nicely, right? Yeah. But once you get inside the door, you can pretty much have your way with yeah. the interior. You get so more with sugar, baby. Yeah, that's my, uh, you know. I love that. Yep. Uh, before we go to a commercial break, uh, you know, we have our chat room there. Um, you can find that inside the industry.net. Um, we have Maureen in Los Angeles. She wanted to say, uh, she's saying, hi, Lex. I'm a big fan. Uh, what is your favorite scene that you've done to date? Uh, my favorite scene, Maureen, how you doing? The favorite scene that to date, so many, you know, it's hard to, to, to really pin one on. But uh, I would say... Uh, um, a scene with Sylvia Saint. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Oh. Yeah. Fucking Sylvia Saint. Dude, yeah. she wow. was so hot. Yeah, nice. This is going back to 2001 at the Cannes Film Festival. We were shooting for Private. And it wow. was a two-on-one with me, Sylvia, and another chick. Yeah, I don't even know who the fuck she is. The other girl I can't. No, she was hot, too. <laughs> but she's not Sylvia Saint. No. So, wait, wait a minute. Go back. You were at the Cannes Film Festival shooting... Ad, 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 well, film? you know, back in the late 90s and early uh, 2000s, you know, the uh, Hot Dior was hosted at the same time as the Cannes Film Festival. Oh, that's right. See that's what I'm right. saying? So the conventions would commingle. Interesting enough, I remember in, in 99 and 2000, 2001, you'd have Jenna Jameson, you know, your Tara Patrick, your Julia Ann's. The paparazzi would really, literally be following Bruce Willis at the time. Yeah. You had Arnold Schwarzenegger, your yeah. Sylvester Stallone, your Sharon Stones, and they would literally drop dime, turn around, well, and go yeah. track and 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 put point the cameras at the mega star, like adult back, stars. Uh, what was it? Cicciolina was actually yeah. like the prime minister of Italy, Italy. at one mm-hmm. point. You know what I mean? Like and Cicciolina was an adult film God, star. Yeah, yeah. God rest her soul. Yeah, she was she was an adult film star, and she. She's a prime minister of a major country. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, so we had a little weight back in the day. Yeah. Very but then bearing in mind in Europe, is, the reception is a lot different, whereas in Europe, adult is mainstream. It's right. just all entertainment. They don't right. they don't discern so heavily between X, R, PG, 13, NC, 17, you know. Right. It's, it's media, and it, you, either you can watch it or you can't. Mm-hmm. So... Um, if you see the reception of that Rocco Sofredi got at that convention, you literally think the president pulled oh, yeah. up. Wow. It's it's it's. They fantastic. do like behind like behind the music or e true Hollywood stories on Rocco mm-hmm. in Europe. On regular TV. Yeah, wow. regular TV. Uh, he's now, like have a, they he's done that on you, Lux? Because uh, you're big over there. Uh, yeah, I, Lex I is big everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Well, Europe Europe has has been you know it's been a, a good place. I did most of my shooting there um, in my early years with Anabolic and Diabolic. Um and uh you know it's it's a nice place and I've done a lot of stuff over there but um it's it's a lot more fun in terms of the reception because they don't have the, the so many you know you know uh, flags up against adults yeah very true now let's break away for a quick little commercial we come back we'll take your calls at three two three two zero three zero eight one five we'll be back after these special 
special words. Looking for a unique and exciting new game to play? Then Triple X Truth or Dare is the game for you. Triple X Truth or Dare is a new board game where you go around the board and play a very sexy version of the classic Truth or Dare game. Triple X Truth or Dare is designed for sexy and open-minded singles and couples who are willing to try anything. Play with your significant other, or better yet, play with your friends. You're guaranteed to have a lot of fun playing this game, and you'll be coming back to play time and time again. This game is definitely not another boring sex game. Most of the games are icebreakers and real conversation starters. Just wait and see, and you'll get a kick out of playing this. In this game, everybody is a winner. Makes a great and interesting holiday gift, especially if you're having friends over this season. And they just created a new gay and lesbian version as well. Order today on their official website at www.triplextruthordare.com. That's www.triplextruthordare.com. Order today and get your game on. The Chop Shop, the coolest barbershop in the valley, great atmosphere, great music, and the best service money can buy. We are a full-service barbershop and hair salon serving men, women, and children. We provide full-service cuts, colors, buzzes, fades, and we even have hot shaves. We also have a complete line of men's hair care products, Johnny B, Bedhead, Imperial Barber, and Suavecito to get you looking just right. Xbox 360 and popcorn for the kids and ice-cold beer for the adults. Conveniently located at 21908 Ventura Boulevard, just east of Topanga Canyon Boulevard, right across the street from Noah's Bagels. Call for an appointment at 818-704-5711. Mention inside the industry and get $5 off any service or a cut-and-shave combo for $40. The Chop Shop, old school style with a new school attitude. Welcome back. I'm James Bartolet. This is Inside the Industry. Our special guest tonight is Lexington Steele. And our special uh, celebrity uh, guest co-host tonight is uh, Mr. David. I'm a co-host. I'm yes, so excited. David Lord. David so excited. Um, we also had a, a, a big passing here in, in, in our industry here. A very beloved uh, man and fellow performer, Sledgehammer, had passed away over the weekend. And uh, we want to send all of our condolences out to his friends and family. Absolutely. Um, there has been so much talk about this, about Sledgehammer passing away and how he passed away. And I, I no matter what the the circumstances are of, of 
how this came about, I think we need to remember him in a good way. Instead, I don't think anyone remembers him in a bad way. He was no. such a great, great guy. And, and you knew him, Lex. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But go on, David. No, no, I'm just saying. I mean, he was a great guy. Um, always a pleasure to be around. Um, you know, the sad thing is, is he's dead. How how he you know how he became dead or how how that happened we'll 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 find out but mm-hmm. it's just a shame that he's gone it just it's so sad it really really is and and we'd love to hear from uh, you the fans and uh, fellow performers out there if you want to uh, call and give us a special memory that you have of Sledgehammer uh give us a call at 323-203-0815 and of course call in uh to ask any questions you like of the talented Mr. Lexington Steele. Let me put that. Uh, yeah. Let me put something else out there. I know the family wants to keep it private, but uh, if if there is a way that that this industry and and his friends could honor him, please let us, because he was a very cherished cherished person, mm-hmm. and we care about him a lot. So I, I know that there's a privacy thing, but just let us do something. Yes, really, and I think this is uh, the same thing happened when we lost Hunter Bryce oh, a, a year uh, and a yeah, half ago. Yeah, so and I loved Hunter so much, and I really wanted to do something, but the family wanted to keep it separate. Even if it's cards, just send, yeah. give us an address to send cards, or just, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what it is. You know, he, he uh, you know, whether you like it or not, he, he chose this industry, and he, he has a lot of friendships and a lot of relationships here. And we're um, like a giant dysfunctional family, yeah. anyways. <laughs> yeah, right, wrong, or indifferent. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that love him, mm-hmm. and uh, just tell us what to do. Yeah, very good. Thank you, David. That's a good point. Now, Lex, um, the big movie that you have out right now, uh, I mean, besides all the da, wonderful movies with da, da, Mercenary, da, da, of course, is Star Wars da, da, Triple da, X. Da, oh, yeah. Motherfucking yeah. Darth Vader, motherfucker. <laughs> it's <laughs> an incredible role to get, and I don't think that there's anybody in the industry that could have filled those shoes. Well, you know, I have to say, um, I've worked with Axel Braun um, quite a few times, and it, I appreciate the fact that uh, he includes me in his movies, because as a producer and director, I know that um, we have our cast of, of people that you regulars, regulars that you sure. cast in movies, yeah. and I become a part of his uh, his squad. Um, but, you know, it was, it was interesting. Um, uh, more importantly was the delivery of the dialogue and, and um, the the acting uh, was really not that for me had not been that uh, difficult. I didn't really have to do that much, but it was um, the, the the carrying of the dialogue was very very important because um, Axel was very uh, uh, very interested in, in in the the nuances. Um, yes. You know, and <laughs> well, he really wants to get the characters yeah, as close to yeah. the original. No, but I mean, he he has an extreme, le- as he says, a legendary eye for detail, and it's true. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. does. Oh, yeah. If your hand moves the wrong way, or if the pad under that you're standing on is wrong, yeah. he'll stop everything to change it to make it right. And you know, a lot of people say, well, why are you going through this much work? It's just a porn movie, but. We've raised the bar, don't yeah. you think so, guys? I think we really have. Absolutely. Well, you know, I, I think that as adult movies have become more important to cable markets, um, and um, uh, you know, obviously your 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 porno that you can access in in your home, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's become more important to have feature-oriented, dialogue-based 
media. Mm-hmm. And so that's in, in, and porno's always been known for, for, for putting out feature movies. Our, our acting may not be on par with um, Shakespearean thespians, if you will. But it's but still pretty damn good. It certainly is, yeah. and it continues to improve. And with that, um, you do have, if you're going to take on parodies, Mm-hmm. Uh, if you if you want to do it um, in such a way that it'll be remembered, because the only reason why you're doing it as a parrot is because it's something that people remember. Mm-hmm. Right. It's an iconic work, and you to replicate that you should pay uh, perfect attention to detail. That's very true. So uh, let's I got take a question. A, hold on, we got to take a quick call, uh, Dave. Sorry. Hold on, hold on. Hi, caller. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, it's Patrick from Maryland. Hello, Patrick from Maryland. Say hello to Mr. Lexington Steele, Mr. David Lord. Hey, uh, hello. What's up, hey, buddy? Uh, yeah, I, I called for a couple of reasons. Says, uh, you know, I'm sorry about Sledgehammer's death. Yes. Uh, I don't know who he was, uh, but you know, it's pretty much sad that when anyone dies. Yes, that's true. Uh, that's very true. Do you have a question for Mr. Lexington Steele? Yeah, I want to know uh, what was his experience like playing uh, Darth Vader in that Star Wars charity? Well, it was a lot of fun and. The the thing about carrying the Darth you know or portraying Darth Vader is you had to really get into just the voice, make sure the voice was you know on par. And the way we did that was fun because I actually took a pot and put my face into a pot and and talked into a pot. The echoing effect, the, the wow. reverberating effect. Now you ADR'd all that. You didn't do it through the mask. You went no, back and no. did it. Okay. Yeah. His voiceovers. Yeah. And I understand that on the set they only had you on there one day, but you wanted to do the whole. You want to be there the whole time. Well, the the thing is, is is the uh, the presence of Darth Vader was needed on set for a number of days, and then for me to be hired for the course of those days might have been costly to the production. Ah, so true. they had another person actually provide the the majority of the physical work of oh, the in role. Oh, in the suit, right? In the suit, right? And of similar size of myself, and then I I carry the dialogue as well as the actual sex scene. So how was the sex scene with Allie Hayes? Uh-huh. Hold on a second. You're missing something. What? Your daughter. Uh, well, hey, you well, know. Well, that's true. Technical <laughs> about it. Princess Leia was Darth Vader's daughter. Have sex with your daughter. <laughs> and you know what's funny is I played on it during the scene. I was saying all types of shit in reference to the fact that, like, she right. was, you know, so I got a lot of, uh, I am your father. <laughs> that type of stuff. It was fucking crazy, but Allie was really hot. Allie's down for whatever. Yeah. I know. And then she had like the the hair with the buns, with the, the buns on there, buns and yeah. everything. So she was blowing me, and I was holding her buns in my hand. <laughs> she had a nice grip. You know what I'm saying? It was like handlebars. Oh, that's awesome. All right, Patrick, how did you like that? Hello, Patrick. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Good. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt. Okay, thanks for calling in. I heard Welcome. that. Okay. okay. I heard that Ali. I, I think he came during that. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. It sounded like he was having fun. I heard Ali actually showed up for the audition yeah. with the buns in. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. She showed up with the buns and like full hair and everything. Well, we're starting to do these auditions and stuff like this regularly like in now. character. So everybody's coming in character. Like. So um, is that why you shaved your head so you can be curly? Yeah. You did, right? Well, I knew about that. Actually, I shaved it back in like December. And I was going out with Maya then, and I said, well, what do you think? And she goes, well, I think it's really sexy. And I, and then they started, Axel wanted to do it, Will wanted to do it, then right. they were going to do it together, together and right. then it turned out Will did it. So it was great, and I've done several scenes now with the bald head, and, and it works. If I have to put on a wig, 
I put on a wig, and I'm sure that's the same with you too, Lex. If you uh, well, <laughs> nah, most of the roles I I get, you know, call for me, you know, don't call for me to wear a wig. Although, yeah, what I do, um, I you did, did do, do a movie with a wig. I did, <laughs> recently I did a movie for I believe it was it was for Brazzers, and it was like a game of death type of scenario where they had me in a full on afro look really like, yeah I was like really like Kareem <laughs> right in Game of Death like, oh wow yeah. and I was like I had a gi on and everything really man. no awesome way. big afro aviator glasses pork chop you know sideburns that's awesome and oh was, my was, god was, that's uh, awesome so and so who did you do you did that for browsers yeah and then who was the female talent with you um hmm. I can't remember I'm like Will Chamberlain in that my numbers are fantastic as far wow. as the women I've worked with. So the so unless someone blows my doors off in most Sylvia cases, Saint. Yeah, for instance, right now, <laughs> like 11 years ago, you know. But but I I do I don't remember all the girls I work with. But if I see them in person, I would recognize that I've yeah been with them in a I know them in a biblical way. <laughs> you know like, I bless you. I anoint you with yeah. my seed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your tongue. Tell us about uh, tell us about the inception of mercenary. Um well pretty much, you know, when I said earlier that I I've been a lucky guy, what I meant by that is the people that that uh that cultivated who I have become um put me in a good position whereas you know, when I got into the business, I immediately uh, began shooting for Anabolic and Diabolic, and I got very close to the owners of the two companies, and also with West Coast Productions and James Alexander. So mm -hmm. these three um, studio has really taught me how to to run companies, if if only by my being close enough to listen to them to the way they do theirs. And I had a you know a background in finance and dealing with entrepreneurs, so I, I kind of wow. knew what it took the culture of entrepreneurism. So um, for my first couple of years, I just listened and learned, and I knew that I wanted to have my own company at some point, and, and the best way to do that is to establish myself as a performer, and then a director, and then a producer, and then at that point becomes the next thing is do you get the financing? So I was able to gain the financing uh, to get started, and uh, um, we released our first title in April of '03. Mm -hmm. So it's been some time now. Yeah. And winning awards after awards. Um, yeah. You're still working with Jules? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, as a matter of fact, I understand that uh, a couple of days ago, uh, Lexi Impaler won for, uh, I think, Best Interracial Series at the XRCO. Oh, yes, show. that's right. Congratulations. Uh, you, know, and then, you know, the AVN Award Show, we also took down uh, Best Interracial Series and Best Interracial Release. And the thing with, with Jules and I... Um, it's it's a uh, you know he's a very good uh, videographer and mm -hmm. him and I go back to 1999 and so wow. um, we have similar visions as to um, how we see the porno that we shoot mm -hmm. and and when I'm working with him he knows exactly how to get a shot and I know how to to deliver a shot so it's just a case of two guys that are very good at what their specialties are. Um, and it's worked out pretty well. I think the combination has worked out mutually beneficial, and and and, um, and luckily uh, we've been able to put some of the most memorable pornography, uh, you know, that hopefully will last a long time. Definitely. Yeah. And, and and it helps that you had a background in business mm -hmm. and financing, and then learned the ropes about making a movie. You oh, weren't yeah. you weren't just a porn performer. They said, here's a camera, 
make a little something. Here's a no. couple of hundred thousand. No, yeah. and I have to say, you know, um, my my directorial debut was with Anabolic, and and important to note when I was just a fan, right? Before I ever got into porno, I, I would go into porno shops and you know maybe shit you not two three hours, mm-hmm. you know, because you're looking at every, you know you look at this title look at that title you like them all right, but you can't buy them all. I would go to the stand with three or four DVDs right. Or maybe VHS, video at the time, you know, right? Yeah, VHS, right? <laughs> and I was gonna, I was gonna purchase these, right? You know, thirty-five, whatever a pop, right? So hundred bucks, right? Oh, they were expensive back then. Yeah, yeah you know, or, or more even. Even yeah. Angel was fifty-nine, sixty-nine. Yeah, like sixty I paid bucks. It, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're showing but our age. I would get up, pay, you know, <laughs> but I would get up to the debt to the table, and and I would have three or four DVDs in front of me, or VHS in front of me, and I would go right back and get the one anabolic tape, because that one anabolic tape was better than five hours of any, seven hours of anybody else's porno. Mm. So, it, you know, when I got onto the NBA team, it was like playing for the Yankees or being drafted by the Lakers. And so it was an honor and also an awesome responsibility when they gave me the opportunity to direct for them because I was like, wow, not only have I got a chance to be a performer for this company, but now they are entrusting me with the upholding of their brand and their label. Right. And so... Um, um, I'm a highly, a heavily decorated director. And what people forget, I'm as heavily awarded as a director as I am a performer. But people, yeah. um, are you still you know, distributing your own stuff, Mercenary? Oh yeah, you know, it, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, every month, you know, um, you know, the thing is, is um, promotional campaigns are very expensive, right? And and, yeah. and the business has changed such that you got to cut some of your costs. And I cut my mm-hmm. part of my promotional budget, which include advertising, avian, and expense. Right. And so when you when you're no longer advertising avian expense magazines, a lot of people are like, Where have you been? or where are you? or what are you up to? But suffice it to say everything's fine because you gotta remember the new release notices that we create go to the buyership. Mm-hmm. And our buyers are the ones that actually purchase the So DVDs. it get, gets in the stores. So yeah, so the people that count, they might although you're not reading in the magazine, I didn't have to spend that money. But the same guy got my news release. So the people that actually... So that's you know, the important thing. Just getting it out there. We'll send out a press release or you send out a notice. To the say, buyers. I got this. To, well, the, buyers. to, the, to the buyers. Yes. But yeah, that's, you know. becoming more increasingly important over the last couple of years is, is direct to consumer. Right. Because of the online market. Now... You are know, you controlling that? Sorry if the yeah. fans don't want to hear this. But I'm interested in yeah. it. Uh, are you controlling that aspect of your business where... Uh, mercenary.com or lexingtonhill.com you're selling the clips you're selling the movies well yeah see the thing is is um, I have a number of VOD you know affiliate associations right, right? and partnerships and right. and, um, and they're the experts at delivering my materials to the masses right okay so, so it's a the, piece of or it's well, a deal well it's a percentage right. of right because well any distribution is, deal that happens well well, if being independent distribution my DVDs go out directly to my, my buyers and, and the consumers right. in the VOD markets that is a percentage of your, your revenue stream that right. is increasingly important mm-hmm. right. you know because now before it used to be I'll tell you before online online revenues was ancillary income right, right. you play money yeah. Now it's becoming a part of your primary revenue stream. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, um, I mean, we all consider, I mean, at least I consider John Sagliano to be the king. Yeah. And he just released his big budget movie, the vampire movie. I forget what it's called. Voracious. It's, uh, Voracious, Voracious. Online first in webisodes because that's where the money is. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's. 
this business is changing so Pen much from Pen when we got does it. that too. They just put yeah. out the stuff online. Yeah, 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 it's crazy. Well, well, I, you know, I will say that um, it's you know the 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 myth that DVD is dead. That's but a myth because right. you know what happens now is the only the big difference is that people are not accessing the porno that they buy in your proverbial brick and mortar corner store. Mm-hmm. They go, they buy it online. You go on DVD Empire, they're purchasing a DVD right. at DVD Empire. Right. So what I have to do is make sure that I still have, I maintain inventory on my catalog because DVD Empire is going to say, hey, so, so you know, I made money because somebody watched my movie, right? So I get paid, what, 30 cents or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. For lack it's of a minute, right? right. Yeah. But when they buy my DVD on DVD Empire for $29.99, then that's where you're still making your money there. So it's not like so it's a bigger it's a bigger percentage of money that you make if they buy the whole movie as yeah. opposed to just buying that little scene. Yeah, and and going mm-hmm. back to what you were saying, Dave, is that in the controlling of that part of that is are you the person who then ships that DVD out, or is it is it shipped out by a, a distributor of your product? Right. And, and so that's where you can if they, if they order from me like a fulfillment house or something. a fulfillment house like yeah, say right. like if someone orders on lexingsteel.com which is my primary website right and they order they go to the store mm-hmm. and they want to see a movie that James is in but it's not a mercenary movie all right I don't have it in stock so they want one of James's movies they want one of my movies right right they can't buy it from me because I can't deliver James's movie right so they'll go to another supplier who has right. both of ours right see what I'm saying so if you only bought mine I get a hundred percent of it because I can ship it. Right. But if you bought ours, then most likely it'd be fulfilled by another right, broker, right, which, right. you know, and I wouldn't get a And if it's a click-through, there's a percentage. Yeah. To, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you know, it's the dynamic has changed. It's more challenging. And the pie is definitely uh, uh, sliced a lot thinner. Right. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's break away for another commercial break. We'll be back. We're taking your calls at 323-203-0815. The Chop Shop, the coolest barbershop in the valley, great atmosphere, great music, and the best service money can buy. We are a full-service barbershop and hair salon serving men, women, and children. We provide full-service cuts, colors, buzzes, fades, and we even have hot shaves. We also have a complete line of men's hair care products, Johnny B, Bedhead, Imperial Barber, and Suavecito to get you looking just right. Xbox 360 and popcorn for the kids and ice cold beer for the adults. Conveniently located at 21908 Ventura Boulevard, just east of Topanga Canyon Boulevard, right across the street from Noah's Bagels. Call for an appointment at 818-704-5711. Mention inside the industry and get $5 off any service or a cut and shave combo for $40. The Chop Shop, old school style with a new school attitude. Looking for a unique and exciting new game to play? Then Triple X Truth or Dare is the game for you. Triple X Truth or Dare is a new board game where you go around the board and play a very sexy version of the classic Truth or Dare game. Triple X Truth or Dare is designed for sexy and open-minded singles and couples who are willing to try anything. Play with your significant other, or better yet, play with your friends. You're guaranteed to have a lot of fun playing this game, and you'll be coming back to play time and time again. This game is definitely not another boring sex game. 
Most of the games are icebreakers and real conversation starters. Just wait and see, and you'll get a kick out of playing this. In this game, everybody is a winner. Makes a great and interesting holiday gift, especially if you're having friends over this season. And they just created a new gay and lesbian version as well. Order today on their official website at www.XXXTruthOrDare.com. That's www.XXXTruthOrDare.com. Order today and get your game on. nipple and yeah. and um and um honor of the, the the time that we spent together in miami last year like yeah, so we had the the fun. miami shot there this is miami what is this this was miami vice what was yours? yeah i had the miami vice and of course that's from our good friends over at twisted shots uh s-h-o-t-z.com nice. how many of these you got to drink to get nice uh Maybe three. I don't know. Yeah, I would need at least three. Depending no, I, 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 it's like six, six <laughs> or eight. <laughs> but it's good though. It's yeah, really, yeah it's tasty. Yeah, we it's we did tasty. we were doing shots last night. We had a party at the Viper Room, and uh, I had Tara Patrick down there and Charmaine Star. What? Yeah, Patrick showed up. I had Tara Patrick Get there, Charmaine Star, uh, the gorgeous uh, little Cindy Starfall, um, Mike, of course, from uh, Mike Coolidge from Athens Films. Uh, Deja Vu, uh, Showgirls was, was sponsoring it. Reality Kings was filming there. Wow, big party. Uh, Houston was there. Oh. Not the old school Houston? Yes, Houston old school. Like, cut my labia off Houston? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Houston, I was, I did, I was, <laughs> I don't know what number I was, but I was in the Houston 500. No, you weren't? It was no fucking way. hilarious. Get out no. of here. It was embarrassing somewhat, but it was laughable. Wow. Yeah. Man, we were yeah. doing shots last night, but well, I, it, Houston looks incredible. Peter really? Davey, really what was the company? that all the Houston movies were put out through? Peter Davey was the guy that owned it. Metro. No, no, not Metro. No, 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 no. no, no. That's uh, Kenny Garino. Um, I probably, I'm scared to even say his name. Um, <laughs> um, but whatever it was, yeah. That, all of her movies were through the same company, and mm-hmm. she was the first girl to ever get her fucking pussy lips cut off. Trimmed. Oh, yeah, they were trimmed, trimmed. And, then, and then they were encased in, in glass or no, something. Uh, yeah, yeah, that plastic thing. Lucite. Yeah, yeah. Lucite. Yeah. Wow, no, so she was there. there. Yeah, she How does there. she look? She looks great, and Tara Patrick looks wonderful. Of course, you know, wow. uh, she just yeah. had a little baby girl. Oh, wow. She's designing her own line of uh, little uh, handbags now, which is really cool. Mm. 
Cool. cool. And Charmaine uh, looks fantastic. And it was a really good thing. They have a pole dancing competition, and then they had the karaoke. So they had this Hasidic Jewish guy that got up there with a rabbi outfit on, and he starts singing this song. And then below him is a 19-year-old chick with tats all over her, and she's stripping in front of him. Wow. And this is Los Angeles, yeah. folks. Yeah, that's the Sunset Strip, baby. It's going yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, that's like one of our scenarios in a scene. Wow. It was pretty incredible. Um, of course, another big event that's going on next week is going to be the Revenge of the Petite. Premier. Yeah, I heard about that. So, uh, what, that's the 24th? Or 20th? That's the 24th next 24th, Tuesday. Yeah. That's going to be over in Westwood. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a very, very What's cool that about? Thing. Um, it is a cool movie. It's got, um, it's like Revenge of the Nerds, but instead of nerds, they're just small-breasted chicks. And then, and then their hey, their nemesises <laughs> are the big titted girls. I'm in. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. Plus, they're doing this premiere at a big mainstream theater, which we're seeing a lot of now. We didn't see this years ago in, in the adult industry, where we had premieres in big theaters. Right. Well, I think well, Pirates was the only thing. No, you know, it's you're right. It is something where, um, finally, you know, we're seeing a uh, um, the inclusion of, of respect, of maybe from. But it, and it, but then we are in La La Land. I mean, this is the media. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the media capitals uh, in the world. So, mm-hmm. uh, what better place? You know, exactly. I wanted to ask you about how the name Lex the Impaler came about. Oh, <laughs> um, well. Like I said, uh, you know, Jules and I are, have been friends for since 1999. This is when, um, before he even came to the uh, West Coast, and mm-hmm. when I just came out to the West Coast for about a year, and um, we did a title by the name of um, uh, the first thing we worked on together was Lexington Steel's Heavy Metal. Was that by Rosebud? Mm. It was Rosebud. Yeah, Rosebud. Mm-hmm. Right, and that was actually a title that I came up with. Um, such as, you know, play on the word steel and heavy metal and then knowing a little bit about, you know, heavy precious and heavy metals, what have you, kind of made sense, right? Sure. Um, when he moved on from Pleasure to Evil Angel and we still want to continue what we did together, um, he came up with the title Lex the Impaler based on Vlad the Impaler. Ah. And, and, and you know, so it, it you know, he comes up with catchy titles. You know, I, I come up with catchy titles. If you look at any titles in my catalog, they're all catchy titles that make you think, double entendres and so forth. Right. And Jules is much like that, and that's what we do with the Impaler, kind of cool. like the play on on historic uh, uh, Vlad, the Vlad, Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. All right. Um, and once again, the phone number to call in is three two three two zero three zero eight one five. I know we've been missing a lot of calls, but Lux has so many wonderful stories to tell us about. But please call again three two three two zero three zero eight one five. All right, um, your new project's coming up. Let's plug those. Well, you know, let me see what we got coming up. Um, first, um, as a matter of fact, shipping tomorrow is a title called The Hung and the Young, starring uh, Jaden James and... Ooh, um, I like that. Um, well, a host of other girls. There's 13 girls in the movie. And um, next we have Manhammer 11, which is one of our all-anal uh, series. That now, comes do you out star in, in all these? Um, I perform in all of them. I'm not in every scene, mm-hmm. you know. And and Manhammer just sounds so yeah. fucking brutal. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Manhammer. Manhammer number one. Yeah, and and you know that's a play on words, you know. And and 
it's kind of like uh, um, that's our all anal multiples movie where each scene is minimally a two on one mm-hmm. all anal and um, and then bringing up uh, for our second release in May um, will be a, a POV a POV release very cool Lex and Steel pole, or pole position Lex POV Nice. And do not miss Lex in one of the best parody roles I think he's done since the Darth Vader was your role <laughs> in the Avengers. Oh, let me tell you oh. something. You're in the Avengers? That, yeah, oh, he yeah. is so what good are you, at that. Uh, tell us. Well, I'm actually I'm actually the head of the Fury. Avengers. Nick Fury. Yeah. Is, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. That's fucking uh, cool. But more importantly, yeah. he's Samuel fucking Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, but I mean, he looks. When I saw the pictures of Lex, he yeah. looked like the comic book. That is awesome. awesome. So great. And well, we well, played com- that game. The, the comic book was a white guy with gray hair. With the, what? Yeah. 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 But, but it's the movie. Iron Man. Yeah. Movie, Iron yeah. Man One. You're talking right. about. In, yeah. In, at the end. Of, yeah, yeah. At the end, right, of, at the that, very end yes. of Iron Man yes. One. Yes. And yes, David yes, and yes. I play that Avengers game. Yes, we do. Uh, right. On Facebook, yeah. we play yeah. the shit out of that yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's like, but he is he perfect, perfect. Yeah. as Nick. It was a lot of fun too because um, when I when they offered me this, the the chance to play, I was like, well, of course, you know. And so I went online, I checked out the character Nick Fury, what his, you know, certain things about him, and then I was like, well, well, the way Sam L played him, and then. The energy that Sam L put out in that brief little moment at the end of, of Iron Man one, because you had to wait to the very very end to mm-hmm. see when he came in. Yeah. Um, but then Iron Man two, we see Sam L throughout the whole movie. So mm-hmm. um, that really gave me an, an easy point of inspiration as to um, how to how to, to portray the character because I'm really just playing Sam L playing mm-hmm. Nick Fury. But I also think that that character was introduced a little bit at the end of the Hulk. Correct me oh. if I'm wrong on that, but was he it? was yes in the Hulk movie. Which um, one with uh, Norton? Um, with Norton, yeah, that was Norton. a better one. They always play the yeah. Eric Bana one, but I like the Norton oh, one. Yeah, the Norton one. Because Norton, Norton's a badass actor. Oh, he's yeah, he great. was great. And that was Stephen Tyler's uh, daughter uh, played the love interest. Liv Tyler. Yeah. Liv Tyler was in with that. the lips. Mm. Yeah, but she they saw. brought in Nick Fury at the end of the Hulk uh, movie. Ah. Uh. Because he was talking with the general and everything. What's that? Oh, you were finished. Oh, well, allow me to retort. (laughs) (laughs) I love that one. That's good. (laughs) Now, who did you get to fuck in Avengers? Oh, man. Um, Well, Phoenix Marie. Oh. Whoa. And then... There was another girl who I can't remember her name. She was hot. <laughs> oh, this is so bad. You are so yeah. bad. You know what's funny is when he gets a call to go, call to Mara going, you don't remember me. Yeah, that's right. I swear. He's going to get Twittered and everything. Oh, yeah. This is God not damn it. Well. Just yeah. don't remember anyone. No, nah, but. Except for Sylvia Saint because she yeah. was hot. Yeah. But I actually did three scenes. And, and the thing is, is like, um, there are. There are multiple movies that that Ass was working on mm-hmm. with Vivid, whereas there's there's the Avengers, there's uh, Iron Man, there's Thor. Wolverine, there's Thor, Captain America, mm-hmm. yeah. um, Captain America. Mm-hmm. They're even having She-Hulk. Yes, yes she Hulk with Joni. Joni Lauer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. God, she's so sweet, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet so, girl. Um, you know. So Nick Fury is interwoven with all these movies. So maybe you could branch off and have your own Nick Fury triple X. Well, well, check this out. Check this okay, out. I will. Word on the street is that after the Avengers, right. 
there's going to be a Nick Fury movie. Oh, it's got to be awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so And good. so it's going to be cool. It's interesting how, like, when, with the Avengers, when it comes out, right, May you 4th. see everybody, it's going to be a blockbuster, but May then 4th. they said that the next one is actually going to be Nick Fury. Yeah. That's awesome. See, we, we time these things out. Like, the Three Stooges movie I just did, that was supposed to come out next week. I mean, last week to coincide, but now it's coming out next week. Well, I, I try to do that before, but yeah. Axel is religious about it. Oh, yeah. Like, he plans it way, way, way in advance, oh, he's and, and he's religious about it. So all of his movies, especially his parodies, uh, come out exactly when the other movie's coming out. So mm-hmm. it's relative. Wow. And yeah. so the Avengers will be coming out that time. Men in Black will be coming out in the Men in Black right. mainstream movie. And then Spider-Man versus Superman. Um, that'll be coming out when the uh, new Spider-Man comes out. Yeah. So I, I mean, cool. it's perfect timing. And uh, Dallas uh, for Adam oh, and God. Eve. Oh God, is that is that is that that's I shot I shot camera on that. That's right, I, I remember yeah, yeah, that. I, I didn't direct that. I just shot camera on it. Uh, that's not out yet. No, it's coming out because the Dallas TV show is coming up on TNT. I think it is. Oh, awesome! Um, okay, cool. Uh, next cool, month. Cool, cool. cool, cool. Yeah. And do you like doing Lexington Steel? Do you like doing the Gonzos or the parodies? What do you like? Um. Well, I, I I like doing Gonzo because it's it's what my pedigree is is it's you know how I've built my name, but I like doing the features because for me the features is like the cherry on top of the cake mm-hmm. for me. I, I'm a SAG actor. I've been SAG since 2008. Oh, and, um, nice. You know, but the thing is 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 the roles that have been extended to me is have been limited, mm-hmm. um, despite the fact that I can act. So. Whenever I get the chance to take a role, to get a role, I, you know, if it's something I'm cool with, um, which in most cases I would be, you know, so I enjoy it. And, and, and it's fun. The, the days are different because a lot of times you're on set for a long time and then you, your sex scene might happen at the very end of the day when most people don't feel like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Two o'clock in the morning, you got there at eight. Yeah, yeah. they want you to. <laughs> now, uh, tell, us, tell us about some of the SAG uh, mainstream movies you've done. Um... Well, the the last movie was Crank Two with Jason Statham, but that was a really really brief. Yeah, um, Nick part. Nick Nicky was in that at the end when Nick, they had the the, Nick the Manning? protester. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Drop a load. Yep. <laughs> Drop a load. <laughs> Wasn't Jenna Presley in that or someone? No, yeah. um, Jenna Hayes. Jenna, Jenna Hayes. Hayes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was yeah, yeah. you yeah, were in that protest thing. Ronnie was there yeah. too. Yeah. Ronnie was there mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Besides that, what else? Besides that, um, uh. FX channel with um, Nip Tuck. Oh, um, nice. Cool. Yeah, That's episode. a great show. Yeah, I was one episode of that, and then two episodes of Weeds on Showtime. Really? Oh, <laughs> That's cool. And then, um, nice. Um, we love Weeds. Yeah. Then there's a um, series on um, Cinemax, uh, Late Night Cinemax, Zane Sex Chronicles. Oh, those are always so times. good. Yeah, Misty Stone does yeah. a lot of those. Yeah. Um, when you go on a mainstream set, Lex, you are a star. I'm sure there's got to be people that recognize you on the mainstream set. Do they come up and talk to you? Yeah, does like it? Brad Pitt come up to you and go, Lex, dude, you're the man. <laughs> come on, let me see it. Let me see it. No, nah, you know what's cool? No, nah, well, well, the, the thing is, is like when you go on a mainstream set, you know, it's no question as the, the stars of the show, they're the unquestioned stars. I mean, yeah. so me coming into their environment. I'm really not registering on anybody's radar as a star because when you're on set with, you know, with a, with a, like when I was on the set with Jason Statham uh, for Crank, to me, he's the transporter, 
Right. Right. Jay-Z's yeah. the coolest motherfucker. Can I yeah. swear? I mean, yeah. Fuck, 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 fuck. the coolest motherfucker in the, in, on the earth, right? So the director um, comes out of a trailer, and we're talking in front of his show, and Jason comes out of a trailer about 50 yards down. So the director calls to Jason and says, Jason, come here. I got someone I want you to meet. And Jason looks back and was like, who? He was like, who? He's like, got Lex Steele here. And the transporter ran 50 yards Whoa. to come see me and come over. When he keeps, oh, Lex, boy, I can't believe it. Heavy, heavily accidented. Yeah. What you hear from him in the movies is not the way he talks. Really, right. Like, when you talk to him in person, you've got to listen. You said so. <laughs> you know, he came over. You know, he gave me a fat pound. It was good to see him. I was like, wow, man. He was like, wow, man. And so what you realize is when you meet the mainstream stars, every they're just regular dudes that 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 perform on a very large stage, but they're mm-hmm. regular guys, and so they watch movies too. Mm-hmm. So they're a fan of mine as well as I'm a fan of theirs. And oh, of so course. it's cool. It's it's always a cool situation. Very cool. Um, Lex, it's just about time for us to go. Uh, please plug um, again your website and new movies. Oh, yeah. Well, Jeff, definitely catch me always at LexingtonSteel.com or LexSteel.com. You'll arrive at my primary website. And there's a host of other websites where you can access anything from our Mercenary Pictures catalog. Look out for me, Lexington Steel, The Impaler. David, you got a new project Uh, coming out? Well, Um, you're doing something you wanted to... uh, No, man, fuck that. Oh, yes, 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 I am. I'm shooting in, uh, I think, two days. It's called Trashy. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm an old rocker dude from, you know, Hollywood, so I like, you know, chicks with big tits and tattoos at strip strip clubs. Um, So it's called Trashy. (laughs) So so it's called Trashy, uh, uh, Angelina Valentine. Uh, is the star of it, and um, yeah, we're shooting in two days. Uh, something that's coming out soon is called Superstar. Uh, uh, Lexus, Texas, Tegan Presley, uh, Lisa Ann, really expensive movie. Um, uh, basically, all the top stars under one roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, more bang for your buck, uh, and that's coming out. I think what is. Yeah, 17. Like so. the middle of May. Middle of May. Yeah, middle of May. Very May, cool. So Very cool. We'll see. But Our, more importantly, go to the chop shop. Get your hair done. Yes. Uh, you mentioned inside the industry, you get uh, $5 off any service or a cut and a shave for $40. I, I, I think I need to shave a little bit. I'm yeah, you do. I'm here with the bald head. Clearly you do. Okay, <laughs> very good. And uh, check us out next week. A lot of great guests coming up here. So till next time, I'm James Bartolet. Good night and good sex. You're listening to Inside the Industry with James Bartolet.